Hello, everybody. Welcome to Revive Health's Daily Briefing Live for Friday, March 27th. This is our 30-minute review of the latest, most important news, resources, and advice for health system marketers and communicators who are dealing with the COVID-19 crisis. I'm Chris Bevelo, Health Systems Marketing Lead at Revive Health and your host for the show. I am joined by Chase Kleckner, Senior Marketing Manager at Revive Health and our show's producer. Hey, Chase. Hey, Chris. Good to see you as always. Yes, you as well. Thank goodness it's Friday. That's right. (laughs) Uh, We are also joined today by Jen Webster, who is Associate Creative Director here at Revive Health. Uh, Before joining Revive, Jen has spent more than 10 years building brands and advertising campaigns for brands such as Amazon, Minute Maid, Chinette, JCPenney, and Ohio Health. Welcome, Jen. Hi. So excited to be here. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. I wish this were a more uplifting podcast to have uh, you on because you are an uplifting spirit. I think that's a great way to describe you and how you show up day to day here at Revive. So really glad that you're with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. So as with each show, we plan on covering the latest news on COVID-19 and how it relates to all the things we do in marketing communications uh, for hospitals and health systems. Uh, We will bring some resources forward, share what we're seeing uh, from across the industry, and also open up the floor to questions. We want this to be an interactive forum as much as possible. So use the question queue at the bottom of your Zoom window uh, and put your questions in the queue at any point during the podcast. We'll take a break at near the end to answer as many as we can. Uh, you can also use the chat function on Zoom if you want to communicate with others who are uh, attending the podcast. We will also put some links that we're referencing in the chat so you can access those immediately. And as we do with every podcast, we will provide a recording of the episode at the end of the day, usually sometime mid-afternoon. You can find that at our website, which is thinkrevivehealth.com. There's a banner at the top of the homepage that will take you to all of our COVID content. If you wanna cut right to that, that's thinkrevivehealth slash COVID-19. And we are waiting for approval from iTunes so we can move this to a podcast format officially and you can subscribe and get this uh, whenever it's convenient for you. Uh, we know it's very difficult to make a set time. We're just trying to be consistent. So if you, if you do want to join us live, you always know when we're around, uh, but we know most of you uh, will be able to access this content at other times. We're going to try to make that as easy as possible. A couple of notes before we dive in. Uh, As we say, we are not experts on COVID-19 or coronavirus or anything medical or scientific, so not the place to come for that content or advice. But we do have opinions and recommendations in terms of marketing and communications related to the COVID-19 crisis. But always keep in mind that whatever we're talking about needs to be put in context of the situation you're facing. Uh, Every organization is different and certainly uh, every community is different in terms of how COVID-19 is impacting them. So uh, make sure you apply that filter to whatever we're talking about. So let's dive in. We're going to start with uh, news and we always start with uh, account. And we do that just so we can keep all of this in perspective as this unfortunately continues to grow. Uh, we'll be thinking about things differently once we turn the corner, uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. So Just always want to have that in the back of our mind. And as we use the John Hopkins tool uh, to look at counts, the total global count right now is at 558,905. 
and the total number of deaths globally is 25,423. Uh, we also look at the U.S. count, and unfortunately, as I'm sure everybody knows at this point, we have risen to the top of the charts in terms of cases of COVID-19 confirmed anyway, not necessarily actual cases because we still have some testing issues. Uh, we are at 92,932 cases. So it's a little bit, I'm going to have to say shocking. Yesterday we were third. I think it was inevitable and there was conversation that eventually, yes, we would move to first. Uh, but doing this podcast and looking at the count every day, you know, we've been kind of rising up that chart. We were third yesterday. And then to hear last night that we had left to number one was, um, I don't know, Chase, for you, it was a little shocking for me to hear that. Yeah, I mean, when we started this podcast, we there were 7,000 cases confirmed. Which COVID. was 10 days ago, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is, that is really shocking. Yeah, it's really sad. And deaths now in the U.S. are at 1,380. Um, so, and that kind of, you know, blends into our next news item. Um, unfortunately, if you joined us yesterday, we spent some time talking with Ryan Coliani, Um about the financial issues that hospitals and health systems are facing. And we are now starting to see a lot more stories appear in the media about layoffs, financial struggles, furloughs. Um, it's happening across the country. It's, this isn't just in hot spots, uh, but obviously a lot of hospitals and health systems have um, cut their elective surgeries and or they're just seeing a depressed census for non-COVID related uh, care. Folks are avoiding it. They're avoiding the hospital for obvious reasons if they can. Uh, and if you're, not, if you're not performing elective surgeries, that's really a financial strain. So uh, it, it's, it's kind of crazy because going into this, and I'm sure that like Ryan said yesterday, a lot of folks probably think, well, geez, the hospitals, they say they don't have enough beds and um, they must be overflowing, right? Uh, but not all hospitals are in that situation. Really, we're talking about some of the places like New York City, um, though we're starting to hear news of Detroit and Chicago and Philadelphia, some of our other bigger cities starting to really feel this, this, um, this kind of flood of patients. Uh, but that's just not how hospital finances work necessarily. So uh, encourage you to listen to yesterday's podcast, again, available at our website, uh, because Ryan gave us some good advice on that. So hopefully the news will turn better soon, um, but it doesn't feel like it's going to be any time uh, in the near term. So uh, resources, one resource I wanted to share with folks um, came through from Shushmed, uh, which most of you are familiar with, Society for Healthcare Strategy and Market Development. It was an email that actually came through uh, just about 45 minutes ago. And it's a collection of uh, COVID-19 resources and crisis communications resources they've made available. So some of those are, are videos. Uh, they've made available any kind of crisis communications uh, content from recent annual conferences you can view. Uh, there is a video on there from Renowned Health, uh, Suzanne Henry, who we know very well. I'm sure as part of that, I haven't seen the video, but that's called Keeping the Community Safe, Communicating on COVID-19. So a number of things there, just go to Shushmid. Um, I think it's shushmid.org. If you want to confirm that, yes. Shushmid at, no, what is it? Shushmid.org? Yeah. You can yeah, Google it. Uh, it's a fantastic yeah. <laughs> tool out there there's called a, Google. There's a, link in the, there's a link in the chat. 
the second link okay, I provided. Thank you very yep. much. Thank Absolutely. you. Uh, but check that out. So, Jen, we have had a chance to work together on some client communication campaigns around COVID-19, and you have spent some time considering what's appropriate, relevant, and effective in terms of visuals and tone. So that's why we have you here today. Um, let's start with visuals. And one of the things, um, maybe start with the, um, the don'ts instead of the do's. Last week on our first podcast that we did, which was Wednesday, uh, we kind of pointed out that a lot of hospitals and health systems, not kind of, we did, point out that a lot of hospitals and health systems are using very graphic, scary images of the virus at a microscopic level. We're all familiar with what that looks like. It looks like, you know, this ball with these scary things coming out of it. Um, we pointed out that there was a large AMC that has red as a primary color in their identity. So they had tinted a lot of it red. Uh, it honestly reminded me of War of the Worlds, if you've ever seen that movie with Tom Cruise. Um, it, it was just, it's just scary. And it doesn't seem really appropriate to what we want to be conveying to patients who come in to look for COVID information. Unfortunately, I'm still seeing a lot of that out there. Um, so would love your thoughts on that issue in particular, but what are some of the other things that you're seeing um, from a visual standpoint that are tone deaf, or I guess if it's visual, tone blind? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, tone blind. That's a, that's a nice new phrase. I can say that. It is nice because yeah. I I usually just say tone deaf, but tone blind. Um, yeah, exactly what you were saying. We are all very familiar with this virus image, um, the coronavirus. I was also told corona means crown, which is really interesting. So that's why it's all spiky and yep. um, very interesting. Um, but but yeah, it, it's scary for a patient to see that. Um, just to add on to your AMC, just about the color red, just in general, just sparked. Um, that's such a powerful color as well. So that needs to be used pretty sparingly um, during times of crisis as well. So that's just from a branding standpoint. Um, but some things that we're seeing um, out in the wild and by other brands and um, healthcare systems, first off, before going any further, this is an odd time for everybody. <laughs> everybody yeah. is trying. <laughs> everybody is trying the best that they can. So context matters with everything that we do and everything that we're speaking about. Um, but there are some things if, as an example, if the CDC is pushing out there of, you know, staying six feet apart, if you're out in public, we shouldn't be showing images that have people in groups out in public outside of a home next to each other. Um, right. You know, like we should be following what the government or the CDC or in these scientifically trusted um, folks, we need to be following those guidelines. Um, and so that's one major thing. And secondly, this is a hard thing to say, but smiling healthcare workers right now, um, smiling nurses and smiling doctors is very, very, very tone blind at this point. Um, and, and we're seeing that happen a lot and kind of going back to what I said originally is this time is weird right now. Um, yeah. and so a lot of things are falling onto stock imagery and there are lots of imagery out there that has smiling doctors and things like that. So we have to be sensitive to what we're showing to the public. Um, 
because I don't think any doctor and nurses are running down their halls smiling and hugging each other. Um, I would hope that they could be, um, but it's just not the right time to be showing that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a know? tough balance, right? Because we started by saying you don't want to show super scary, um, but we also don't want to show happy smiling. Uh, so it's a balance in there. You've got to find like that right um, place in the middle that uh, even with the images you're talking about, right? We don't want to, we don't want to scare people even with doctor images. Um, but there is, there is a right way to do these things. I, you know, I teased yesterday, um, Jen, cause you had shared with me something you'd seen, um, from an organization that we would, you know, like we have talked about the CDC being last week, we talked about them not having any updated Spanish language content, um, at the time since like February 20th, right? So some of these organizations that we expect more from just uh, in some ways, understandably haven't been able to keep up, but there was one example that you had that is not about being able to keep up, but it's along these same lines about just making the right choices. Do you want to share that example quick? Yeah, it's a, it's a PSA spot that I'm sure is running nationally right now. Um, but it's from the Red Cross and it's a PSA of asking people to give blood and um, go and donate blood, which is fantastic and so great. Yeah. Um, but in this PSA, you can tell that first off, they used previous footage taken from, you know, when they were in prior shoots or maybe stock photography, but they're, they're showing their patients giving blood, very excited. They're smiling. At one point, there's a nurse hugging the patient She's not wearing a mask, no gloves, mm. things like that, where it's, and the VO is very, very serious. And right now is the time to give and, you know, help each other out. But while you're listening to that voice, you're seeing very happy people. Mm. And that's just not the current state of where we're at right now. And yeah. so huge kudos, you know, to Red Cross for getting that out and everybody give blood. It's, it's great. Um, but you have to be very, very careful in the imagery that you are choosing because it just comes off as not credible as well. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like we're guilty of this too, Chase, like we were joking. Remember the first podcast. So Chase and I have done webinars and podcasts before, and he's, he's a fantastic producer and he's like sitting on my shoulder, like reminding me of this and that. And we were, we were, we, I can't even remember who was on or when, but Chase, you know, we have like back channel, you know, and mm -hmm. Chase said, he was like, smile, because I wasn't smiling. And of course, when somebody does that, your first instinct is the <laughs> yeah. smile. And I'm like, but we're talking about like COVID deaths. And I'm you know, like, hey, you know. So like, it's, it's hard to sometimes stop and remember like, oh, these are the things that we've always done. Mm -hmm. And why not just repurpose them? But man, we just have to have that pause to, because some of this is obvious if you just stop and think about it. Right. right. I mean, obviously the Red Cross is not intending to be tone blind. Totally um, not. And is trying to repurpose and not spend money or resources on time in ways that they don't need to, because they have such an important value in our society right, right now. And like you said, the message is so important. Um, it's likely it was just like a lot of us, chaos, flurry, get it out there, um, and not stopping to think like, ooh, that might not really convey the, the tone we need. Yeah, and, and we're seeing that in other brands as well outside of healthcare, um, yeah. even. So 
the one thing that we are seeing a lot um, in, in healthcare, as well as other brands, is smiling CEOs and smiling leadership. Um, a lot of social posting going around of, you know, letters from their CEOs and, and things like that, and they're smiling. Um, again, it's just that tone blind where it's, again, at this unsure moment of time. Um, and we want to be reassured and there's a way to be positive and optimistic without, again, like what you were saying, Chris, without blasting a smile on your face. Um, I always, it's my date me, but this goes back to like some of the original first seasons of um, America's, uh, what is it? America's uh, Next Top Model with Tyra Banks. I know this is totally off subject, <laughs> but she would always, but she talks about smizing, about smiling with your eyes. So sometimes yeah. not smiling with your face, but you're just, there can be some positivity in your eyes. And so even just searching for imagery, um, which right now is, um, that's where we're at right now because going on production um, is kind of tricky, but looking through stock imagery as well, how can we find that sweet spot of this optimistic, we're gonna get through this, we are here for you, but we're not celebrating and throwing confetti. Um, right, right. You know, so that's one it's thing. A, it's, that, another, it's another fine line, right? Even in imagery, like if we're trying to show images of people in the community or patients, again, smiling is not appropriate, but we also don't want them to be sad and depressed. Yes. I mean, depending on the message, most likely we're not trying to do that. So it's a, yeah. it's a really fine line of, of, like you said, showing people that are, um, you know, soldiering through and trying to be supportive. And um, there's a lot of emotions we can show that are appropriate, um, right. but it's, it's a delicate balance. Exactly. And, and to that point where a lot of us are homebound right now, or we should be, homebound yeah. right now. Um, caveat that again. Um, but there's so many images out there of people in their homes. But a lot of it is very morose and sad and they're staring out windows and it's almost post-apocalyptic. And we also don't want to give that right. tone across either. Dystopian, um, very dystopian. It, exactly. Because it is kind of dystopian. Much. I mean, it, it, if I mean, you're in a state is. like I am, I, I don't even know, like our home office where you guys are in Nashville, Minnesota went to um, get hunker at home to try mm -hmm. to give it a something more positive than, than what that's, a like, at-large nice. shooter thing is. Um, yeah. But that's only been a few days. Not everybody's in that, but it, it's weird. It is weird. And so even with showing, say, as an example of um, one of the big things that the CDC is, is pushing out and everybody is, you know, stay away from the elderly, right? So why can't I go visit my grandma? Well, let's just FaceTime her, you know, so right. things like that. But then there's also a lot of people live with elderly. So if you would want to show images of people with elderly or specifically children with elderly, because that's very much, you know, you want to keep young children away from the older um right. that would also have to heavily be caveated in the messaging and the headlines and stuff because we also don't want to confuse the public um and again this depends on wherever that client is in context um right so, that's right you know so i mean everything context matters on everything 
but there are a lot of people who live with older, older folks. And so if we would like to show that, we would have to very much message that they live together in that home. And that just adds on to the messaging. And again, context, specific clients, regions, whatever they are going through. Right. Um, but that's also something to think about. So if, if there are main, you know, five main things of wash your hands, don't touch your face, let's not, you know, do a whole campaign with people touching their face. Um, right. Unless specifically that's, specifically what we want to talk about. And right now that's not. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, but again, right, right. context, it comes back to context and, and it's just very, very, very important that we're pushing out the best tone, imagery, messaging, everything, because the public, like I come from an advertising background where it's always consumers first and like patients first, I am a lifelong patient. And I don't even know what to do sometimes. Right. And so knowing that my local hospital or anything like that is, um, is feeling right and trusted and ownable. And it's, it's just, there's so many layers to this. Um, yeah. But, you know, just deep diving into just getting out those correct visuals is very important. So let's quickly shift to um, verbal or written tone so we can go back to tone deafness. I don't know what the, the written yeah. version, we got tone deafness, tone blindness, and tone something else. Uh, um, what is it? What's your different reading level? There's a name for that. My, it's escaping me. Oh, man. Your ability to read. What's the word for that? Legibility? Is it not legibility? That's like seeing. Anyway, it'll come to me later. Resonating? We'll come up with that. We'll come up with that cliche. You know what it is, Chase? <laughs> No, I don't. You I know don't? the word. I know. I know what word you're talking about, but I can't. I know, and I can't think of it. it. So anyway, yeah. let's just quickly touch on that. So we have been saying on the show, um, and talking to our clients and anybody that's asking, really be careful and try to avoid anything that's promotional or, or self-aggrandizing. Um, I think it's safe to say we we can share without sharing where we heard it. Um, somebody let us know about their doctors. Um, wanting to go out with a campaign touting how, I mean, we touched on this yesterday with Ryan touting how um, their hospital was better at dealing with COVID than anybody else in the community. Just again, just not the message that you want to be sending. Um, also interesting why you'd want to intentionally draw more COVID patients when a lot of hospitals are worried about being able to deal with them. So interesting strategy all around, but just, Anything that, that is uh, trying to celebrate how great you are, the, the difference there is you can talk about how amazing and heroic your people are. Right. That's okay. But in terms of brands, um, anything that smells like you're trying to capitalize on this, anything that sounds like you are trying to say how great you are um, is more likely to hurt you. And even, Jen, some of the things that, you would think, well, there's no risk in saying something like this. We talked about this a little yesterday. Um, can backfire you, um, for example, like thank yous, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, we all want to thank our healthcare workers right now. They are our heroes. They are on the front line. We all know somebody who is one of them. Um, so we want to thank them. But we also need to know 
um, and their business, some things might be happening as well. Um, and it, it's just, it's just a kind of tricky, um, place to be. So as an example for one of our clients, um, really wanted to do a really heavy handed thank yous and, uh, to their local community, healthcare workers and specifically doctors. And cause we all know that doctor's day is on Monday, this upcoming Monday, national day of doctor's day. Um, but even when it comes down to those, it's like, how are we saying thank you? Why are we saying thank you? And um, again, that context comes in of, you know, if you're having a thank you message on a billboard on the interstate, the traffic going by are healthcare workers, which is fantastic. But we also have to know that they're going through a lot of hardships and a thank you might not be enough sometimes or it just becomes a lightning rod for um i mean you never want your brand to be something that people can point to and twist into a negative so putting out thank yous however you do it social media billboard whatever Mm -hmm. and then two days later announcing layoffs and having that message still out there some people will turn that around and say yeah thank you for the pink slip and thank you for the loss of the job or or even thank you for not having the supplies I need. Like, again, of course you want to say thank you. Just have to be thoughtful. Like, no, we're not telling you not to say thank you. Um, But just be ready for those things. Like we said yesterday, think through the worst case scenario of what you might be saying. So you're prepared for it. um, And, and be sensitive to what's, to what's coming. I want to, I want to get to a question. Mm -hmm. Jen, I think it's relevant to, to what you you actually mentioned earlier. Um, you know, a lot of stock photography and how difficult it is um, to do production. Uh, So even if you are finding ways to get out there, the question is, how do you even do something like video production now when you, if you're in a place that you, or all of us, I think are supposed to be social distancing. um, But if you're in a state that you're not even supposed to be more than two people together or three people together, because you could, you could conceivably shoot a video and I'll say six feet apart, I think. I'm not a video producer, so you can answer that question. Um, but talk a little bit to how we've kind of overcome that. Because we have had we have one example without saying who it was, mm-hmm. um, where we actually did something along those lines. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Um, about two weeks ago was the first time Revive has ever virtually directed a spot. <laughs> so... And when I say virtually directed, I'm saying the Digitech on set, one of the assistants to the the director, had an iPad with Zoom and was walking around on set with my partner Tom and I and literally right like right next to the actors. And then he would walk over to see it in frame and we'd be like, all right, that sounds good. Like that's how we had to do it. And you know what? It worked really well. The big thing is just getting um, pre-pros really spot on and just getting really close with your directors and figuring out how to do this. Um, But that's coming up a lot with our clients now that they want broadcast, that they want television. And it's really hard to be um, not on set, (laughs) not around people, because even on set, there's no way you could keep six feet distance. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. So, I mean, even down to people um, on commercials, even if this is just for a photo shoot, you have wardrobe, you have makeup, you have 
things like that. And yeah. you can't come in contact. So it was really, really incredible. I think that was a very big win uh, for Revive and just a great learning curve. Um, but, but as we are all very virtual, we have to figure out how to do production. And so that's where a lot of stock photography comes into play. And that's where you'll see a lot of brands out there. Like when I was toting the Red Cross earlier, um, again, trying the best that they can do. Right. You can tell right. they pulled older footage, you know, because yeah. right now it's very hard to be on set. But radio is great. <laughs> right. We can do that. That's, that's easier. Um, yep. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of production things that we're learning and we're going to get through and come out and, you know, be, be the wiser from it. But That's it right. is definitely a challenge. All right, perfect. So let's wrap it there. Uh, if there's anything you want to know from us, if you'd like us to talk about something, um, I will say, uh, I'm going to shout out. I'm not going to shout out because he didn't say I could shout out. There's a listener who's been on who sent uh, an email full of great stuff and we just have not been able to get to it. So you know who you are out there. Um, you're in a north central state. Um, I just don't want to give it away because he doesn't want to be, um, he doesn't want his name shared. We're going to get to some of the stuff that you asked about. So um, we're getting a lot of, of that and, and that's great. So we want more of it. Uh, you can provide it in the chat channel. Um, you can email me, cab at thinkrevivehealth.com. That email is available uh, on our website where you can also go for a recording of this. So again, thinkrevivehealth.com. Um, that should be ready sometime later today. Um, Jen, I want to thank you for being with us. Fantastic. Thank you, guys. It's good to be here. Absolutely. And Chase, as always, sir, thank you. Absolutely. We'll see you on Monday. Yeah. To everybody else, we will see you Monday. Keep doing all the great stuff you're doing. Hang in there. Um, it's, it's unfortunately darker times right now. Um, and probably not going to turn around anytime soon, but the work you're doing is so vital to your organization, so vital to the people you're supporting, your doctors, your nurses, and so vital to all of us getting through this uh, mm -hmm. in terms of communication and information. Um, so please hang in there. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, we will be back, not tomorrow, Monday, and every weekday until this crisis passes. So we will see you Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for joining.